going on down there. Aaron, it's Sunday. It's a long weekend Sunday, and you called me into my office here. We're, we're standing here in my office where I should not be on this long weekend for all my hard work. And I, why, why are we in here? What, what did you do? What have you been? Where have you been that could possibly? So uh, this weekend was Gen Con weekend. Uh, is that Gen is that the new Fun Pub thing? No, no, God, no. Ugh. Okay. No, it is the 51st anniversary of the Geneva Convention for uh, all things gaming, uh, board gaming, card gaming. Isn't the Geneva uh, Convention gaming. something else? It's, it's not in... No, there is a Geneva Convention. Okay. Uh, but it's Geneva, Washington, not like that other Geneva. Okay. But uh, this weekend, specifically, I got the opportunity to demo... Uh, and purchase the Autobot Starter and Convention Pack for the Transformers uh, TCG. And I watched Team Covenant stream their first game of playing two starters against each other. Um, okay. Like a starter each side. <clears throat> yeah. Which made it really hard for me to, to slap myself on the wrist and go like, don't don't even try to get a hold of a second starter just so you have enough for two people to play with four characters aside. Yeah. The game is out in a month. Like, yeah, so... Um, <laughs> I, I did manage to purchase a starter for myself along with a convention pack mm-hmm. um, and crack that open. And it does have in the back of it, it has like a little rules card like, hey, here's how you can play two people in this. But it seems similar to um, the how Magic the Gathering has the um, welcome packs. Yeah, the 30 card like you, decks. Where you get two 30 card decks and then you can play with those. And it's not really all the way magic yet but it's close enough to get the ideas and then you can mix the two of them together and make a deck yeah um which is about what that seems so uh so for the basics of it um if if you know not everybody listening has been on the edge of their seats with us talk the way that we were just before you get going i also want to mention to the listeners if you are interested in this game wizards put together some pretty darn decent um instructional videos that are narrated by the what i'm calling the tcg player continuity optimus prime and megatron um because they are in character but in the same way that universal studios has their own optimus and megatron there is an Optimus and Megatron out there in the multiverse where Optimus really wants to welcome you into tabletop gaming and Megatron is a lousy spike. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it's pretty it's pretty great if not to hear a guy doing a questionable Optimus Prime impersonation while saying, welcome back, human gamer. Uh, something about that line that really resonated. Anyway, yeah. So um, the deck actually has... or the, the starter, so when you build your deck, you... Um, get uh 25 stars so the bottom of all the the um uh, alt mode cards have a number of stars mm-hmm. and uh from from the talk it was they kind of uh balanced it around a deck being 25 stars worth of value so yeah. um as as uh the thankfully i got the demo um by their brand manager um and he he discussed that like you know it was a way that we could balance it so that you could have two big bruisers or you could have a swarm so like you could have a bunch of insecticons that are all low points values or you could have two big bruisers and that's your whole uh field so Mm -hmm. um that's that's the part of the game i really still want to see 
Uh, and I'm, I'm hoping that some of the sites that went to Gen Con who got multiple starters and multiple, you know, free cards and, and convention packs can at least, like, test run something like that. Right. Because uh, I'm curious how that game, given the way the character interactions work, I'm curious right. how that looks. Right. And so, like, uh, part of it is, and I don't know if I caught that in the, the videos that were up, but the way that he described it. So, like, if you have Optimus Prime and Nemesis Prime, that's 25 points. And then you've got the Insecticons, which is five guys at 25 points oh so they they actually set up the points around like team setups that that you know the not necessarily wanna... team setups uh so much but just like you know you you imagine yeah, the insecticons yeah. is like a swarm type thing so they're maybe going to be lower point values yeah and but, so but like the... it's, it's like if you want to run the insecticons we 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 balance them to be a 25 point group potentially of characters. yeah yeah okay um so then the the way that the the attacking works is uh, whoever the the first player is, they tap one to attack. And if your opponent has a tapped transformer, you have to attack that one. Mm-hmm. So there's a bit of a, a of a rhythm or dance that's going to go on of like, okay, well, my guy's low on health, so if I attack with him first, I know he's going to be the first one that gets attacked back against. And so there was, you know, he was describing that there's the potential for a little bit of dance of that. But then the other thing is, if your opponents are all tapped, and I'm not 100, I'm trying to remember this, but it's been a few long days, but it was something along the lines of, so if I've got the two big bruisers and you've got the five insecticons, I attack with one, you attack him, I attack with my other, you attack one of them, and then since all of my guys are tapped you get to attack with everything else. Uh, yeah, basically, from what I saw in, in the four-on-four, um, the, the the not turn, but the exchange only resets, or the turn ends, when all robots are tapped and no one's able right. to attack. And there are battle cards in the in, you know the deck of cards that your hand is made of that right. can untap characters. So, right. and ostensibly, if you're running like two here. bruisers, right, you'd want to pull one of those, or a couple right. of those in your so, deck. So I've got uh, the cards that I've gotten so far. Uh, since I bought, like I said, I bought one of the, the starter sets. Um, in the convention pack, there is an all-out attack where each of your untapped Transformers can attack this turn. So potentially you could just go and brat and hit with everything yeah. in, in one swoop rather than waiting for it to uh, to dance back and forth. Oh, and and just for clarity, like the aim of the of the game is to knock out the other team of characters. So Correct. it's not like magic where you're attacking the player; you are actually gunning for those characters. Yeah, and there was um, there was somebody at the so each of the um, demos was four people at the table, and it was uh, my opponent and I, and then there were uh, a couple other people. Um, as as there was a a couple, I think it was as the other two, and there was one of them that kept trying to relate it. As if this was just like a MTG reskin, and it was like no the the because there was a spin down die there, and they were like that's to track your health because the health on the robots is persistent, and so so this isn't my life. No, you don't have life. Well, then how am I here? It's like well, no, it's you are the, you're role playing. You're the it's, robots. It's it's on the robots. So yeah. Um, the also, starter the, comes with tokens, and there have really been other cute, tokens that have been shown off too. Really cute tokens. <laughs> Yeah. Like like how Star Realms comes with those token cards where it's like in case you don't know how to like write down a number on a notepad, right. here's the most oddly complicated way to keep a tally of your damage so far. 
There's a bunch of tokens that say one, two, and five. If you don't have a handful of small coins. Or just a note to your phone. You just write yeah. it in your phone. Well, so that's the thing that he was show he had an alpha build of a game tracker app on his phone. Oh wow. So you would be able to have like who your robots are and be able to um like keep track of all of that through the course of the game. Wait, as in wizards made? Like a I, I saw app? a Unity loading screen and then what looked like a long list of of Transformer cards. I feel like that is... Because I don't think Magic has one of those. Because uh, all I, the ones people use for Magic are third-party that I'm aware of. Yeah, I'm I'm not in 100% sure because I've not gone poking for That's it. Because, because there are enough physical ways to keep track of uh, of life that... Yeah. Um, I hadn't ever gone for that. But. Well, and, and a lot, a lot of the characters in the starter don't have enough life that you would need anything more than about two d six, from what I saw. Right. Um, uh, granted, let's, let's, there are like like I, Slipstream has thirteen health. Yeah, and and did you see Cosmos? Cosmos, I I did see, but I do not have a Cosmos. Optimus Prime is at fifteen health. I gotta pull up the spoilers because I recall I kind of double took at the Cosmos character card because he was like twelve stars. The Optimus Prime Freedom Fighter is fifteen health. The Optimus Prime Autobot Leader is ten health. Yeah, and it, it, this is also worth mentioning. There's like multiple versions of characters depending on the rarity. Yes, um, which is and a, there, a whole thing. <laughs> and there is not a legend rule quite that they have to have the. You can only have one of the exact same name. So you could have Optimus Prime Autobot Leader and Optimus Prime Freedom Fighter if you wanted. And I, and I figured that there's also probably no rules relating to, like, oh, you can only have Autobots or Decepticons, what with only one of them even right. having a starter. Uh, so right. Cosmos, how many health do you think Cosmos would have? Oh, I forget. 21. But 21 health, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's two attack, one defense, 21 health. <laughs> uh, I, I find that fascinating. He's a rare. But... <laughs> Yeah, and that was that was some of the other stuff um, that was talked that uh, that Drew discussed was that um, it's very much set up so the basic so the rules for it are all very basic, and that the complexity lies on the card. So there's not quite the same level of like sometimes with Magic the Gathering, there's a lot of like interfacing things that may happen. Yeah, um, it seems like a lot of the the base design on this started with. A little bit of the uh, kiss method. I think there um, is a bit of complexity in the rules only, and for the better, in that there are some caveats to those rules, um, depending on whether it's near the end of a, an exchange or if it's the first two turns of the game. But it, it's all for the better. Like, like the first two turns of the game are both, like, for you and your opponent, are both limited, um, but in a way that kind of helps out, I think. I forgot the specifics now. Oh, wait, did I lose you? Hey, we're back from our technical difficulties. What's up? We we never can go without those. But you can't have yeah. those with analog paper cards, can you? Nope. Well, maybe. I don't know. You could have, like, misprints or something. I hope... Oh, man, I hope not. I hope not on this game. What what if they put the foiling on the, the alt mode side, not on the robot mode side? I would totally not care. Yeah. Um... Aaron, the thing the thing I was I was I was mentioning is that the rules are very simple, but they they also are a little bit complex in that there are some caveats throughout the game. Yeah, um, so the, I mean, the there, there's turns. like the yeah the few opening turns where it's um, like a balancing. So the first turn, 
first player can't do anything but draw a card and attack, and then the second turn, and, or the, the second player can only play either an action or an upgrade. Yeah. And then the first player then can do an action and an upgrade and then it's on parody. And I, I'm so, really into that. Like it, it at least it, it like it, what it came across to me when I saw the game streamed is that that came about through playtesting for the sake of not having like just straight up steam rolling. Right. Uh, and trying try to make the game a little bit um uh deeper than it could be. Right. I I think it'll be something that'll let you get um the ability to respond and at least have an idea since uh, additionally a thing that I thought was really neat was as you play, so like as you attack and defend, you roll cards off of your deck to determine um, modifiers. So, you know, all the, the Transformers that have their attack and defense numbers, and then you're hoping when you're attacking to see the, the yellow, orange uh, rectangles in the top corner to buff your attack. Yeah. And when you're defending, you're hoping to see those blue rectangles. But then also you're seeing what your opponent's deck is as they play through. And I saw a really cool take on that on the on the Team Covenant stream where they were like, it's sort of like a replacement for rolling D6s, but yeah. in a way where it's something that's constructible, the same right. way that, you know, magic is ratio constructible. Right, and so that could definitely be something that, you know, you could, that, that'll at least add a different layer in of as you're building your deck of like, oh, I could put all these in here, but then, like... Oh, I don't have any cards that are going to buff my attack, so I might like not be able to ever attack on this thing. So you, they're they're just like a different layer potentially of of having to look at things and balance things, and then also uh, the way that some of the cards. Um, so I got a hound, um, an Autobot hound, uh, legalese. Hey. Um, you know that is looking for the the white bordered thing that then gives you uh, additional bonuses. Yeah. Um, for, is his the one things. where it's like so, you can you can do that multiple times because usually you can only do it once per attack. So you only get to if you get one of the white square squares, you almost you only get to do it once per. You you roll two more over. Yeah. Um, so hound when he is a bot, it's the first one of those you get. You get an additional. Um, Attack or defend, so whichever side you're on of that, uh, until end of turn. And when he is a in his alt mode, um, you can scrap a card, discard a card from your hand that has... Or when you flip it to this mode, you may scrap a card from your hand that has at least one, um, one of those crit. Uh, and if you do, draw two cards. So, like, that runs those resources in a different manner. Yeah. Um... Ironhide. I'm looking for other, other guys. What have powers? I mean, there's uh, also this the thing of the stat change between both modes. The Team Covenant stream game. There, there was a, a lot of their game ended up being about the way that Red Alert switches from something that can survive an attack into basically a glass cannon when he's a robot. Yeah, uh, his defense goes from two to like zero, basically. Correct. Um, and 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 also the the thing I I felt like I should really mention is the 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 one box version where you split a starter to play a game you know with two people one starter box, mm-hmm. uh, which I believe if, if as I was understanding it was kind of how they were running the tutorial. Um, yes, 
that that runs a certain way, but when Team Covenant played their game with a starter versus a starter, they noted that the game was not only running way more quickly and way more um, intricately as far as interactions, mm-hmm. but they were blowing through most of, if not their entire battle deck, once per turn. Yeah, um, I shuffled my battle deck twice in, like, three turns. Yeah, and, and that's, I think, a, a, another important thing about the constructed side of it is, like, Ratio-wise, you're the, the the one thing about Magic is it's kind of like aside from tutoring for cards, you're sort of just worried about what's in the top half of the deck for the most part. Mm-hmm. Um, and in this game, it seems like the entire deck is a member of the game in multiple ways. Right. Uh, and you and like you were saying, you got to be prepared for the part where your opponent probably knows your entire deck within a turn and a half of the game starting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that and that's. Uh, again, a, a different thing that's interesting because I've played Magic before where you, know, you go and you sit down against someone and then it's like, okay, what sort of deck is this even going to be? Oh, it's this. Well, you know, now the next one, is the next round is dancing against that yeah. versus, you know, with this, you'd maybe have a better idea of like, oh, he has a whole bunch of whatever cards um, and, and by all accounts, this this Transformers game also runs way faster. Mm-hmm. Um, like again, from what I was understanding from reading Gen Con reports, it's built to be like a like a constructed game of Transformers TCG will run maybe twenty to thirty minutes tops, but it could yeah. go as fast as like five minutes depending how yeah, things go. I, and I could definitely see you know depending on what that um, matchup is that it you know. And again, I played the very watered down. I was uh, Bumblebee versus uh, my opponent's Optimus Prime, and that was all that we had. So, oh wow, okay, yeah. So that's <laughs> that's the way that the demo was running because they were trying to to churn through a whole lot more people, you know. Of course, yeah, yeah. Um, but you know that was uh, the the way that it went, and I ended up getting a a flamethrower on Bumblebee and rolled a whole lot of attack and steamrolled Optimus Prime. As you should. Um, so I am undefeated in the Transformers TCG. I may just keep it that way. But no, uh, no, you gotta, you gotta, <laughs> we gotta, we gotta roll these on topic table topping things at TF Cons now. Yeah, yeah. Oh, for sure. Uh, I think this is gonna be a real, real blast. Uh, getting to to do um some tfcon backroom magic and um and transformers f- front room transformers tcg yeah yeah maybe that's how we can get colin to open up like a game room <laughs> there's an official thing come on it's for uh-huh. tcg uh we just we're gonna be in the back playing popper but you know it's yeah. for tcg <laughs> i just i just bought some more parts for some more new popper decks mm-hmm. i might have more come next tfcon um it's a sickness man it's, it's that cardboard it, crack. It's not bad, though, because with Popper, you know, you get the deck and you're good. Like, you don't have to worry about rotating. You, you barely have to worry about altering it for meta. It's mm-hmm. it's just it's nice. But uh, for, for Transformers TCG, that, that game's coming out um, launch day for the U.S., apparently September 28th, which Correct. hopefully is the same in Canada, or I'm going to have a real hard week or two of not ordering things online. Um because this is right up my alley right now, mm-hmm. um, but you were, so you were there. You, you picked up the starter, you picked up the convention pack, but you also grabbed. They, they were sort of just handing out common character cards too, right? So yeah, if you bought um, stuff at the pastimes table, you got one of the cards. If you did the demo, you got one of the cards. 
and somewhere else somebody was handing out cards. The uh, one of the cards. designers was on Twitter, basically going like, "Come up to me and say your favorite Transformer, and I'll give you this card." Yeah. Um. So I ended up with between the set I bought for myself, the set uh, I bought for Alfie, um, a couple others that I bought for muling uh, of people or, or that were, were bought for me. Uh, one per customer. Uh, seven. What? Hmm? <laughs> um, but that was, I'll say it was one a day um, and quite frequently after the uh, initial peak of things. Hey, doing things right. Um, but, um, yeah, so I ended up with, let's go down through the list. Um, Cliff Jumper and Strips Slipstream from the um, SD, or from the convention pack. Mm. Uh, Cup, Swoop, Flame War, Megatron, Optimus Prime, Freedom Fighter, Bombshell, Bumblebee, Brave Warrior, Optimus Prime, Autobot Leader, Ironhide, Veteran Autobot, Red Alert, Autobot Hound. I'm tickled that they're doing Flame War in the so, first round of these. And there was there was one of the people, I forget who it was, that was sitting there demoing that was talking about how Flame War was the oldest Decepticon. In what... Okay, I need to know the context of that statement. Oldest, oldest, and what? She, she's the oldest, most veteran Decepticon. Oh, character wise. Okay. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I was kind of like, there's a lot and, of ways to take what that what was just said there. <laughs> yeah, and I was just like, uh, from hmm. Huh? I mean, her her cannon is very loose, and it could totally be in there. Yeah. Uh, maybe her cannon in the Legends game, from which all of the character art came, had that attached to it. And then, and then, uh, they also said that there was only one of one toy that was made, and I wanted to be like, there were uh, three of them, kind of, or th- two, three. There's two, two, the prime one the, and the uh, yeah, and the, prime and energon. Yeah. Although, to be honest, and I've been guilty of this, even though I have them, it's surprising how many people forget there is one or the other because they look so identical. Mm-hmm. Um, at a, you know, at a glance. Uh, it's very easy to think that, that there's only one. Um, <laughs> and yeah. really, really, you only need the Prime one. Uh, the Energon one is cute, but the Prime one is an actually pretty solid toy. Yeah. But it was definitely a case where I didn't want to, like, over-the-top somebody. <laughs> Listen, I'm on a I'm on a podcast, all right? I, let me just learn yeah. you a thing or two, noob. Also, welcome to the community, I guess. Yeah. Uh, it's not at all toxic. Well... You know, it, okay. You know what? It kind of is in in the right places, but I think yeah. we're still doing better than Magic on the in the bigger picture. Um, yeah, but I'm biased. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so yeah, you got you got loaded up with some commons. Uh, it, it, I thought it was actually a really cool way to get some hype going for that game without you know punishing people necessarily for not being at the event. Although there is a lot of question as to whether or not the the contents of that convention pack. Um, are going to be a game breaking and b available outside the convention pack mechanically? If yes. like obviously like so so the two out of the convention pack, both of them I kind of cringed at because one of them is uh, so the tandem targeting system is when you play this from your hand, you may play a tandem targeting system from your scrap pile. You get one of these cards in a convention pack. Yeah. So the whole hey, the way that this thing appears to work best is as a chain. That you get one of out of a $15 card pack. You know, that tells me that those have got to just be, like, promo foil or promo artwork. Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm definitely hoping that uh, both of these are just promo artwork. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, there's no, not... there's no way they... I mean, granted, a whole thing just happened with the, the Magic Core 2019 buy-the-box promo card. Yeah. But I... Do you take a free turn card? <laughs> yeah, which which is expensive and instant speed um, and puts itself back in the deck. And a lot of people thought, this is, a, this is cute, but at best maybe one or two will help. And they just had a Pro Tour qualifier thing or whatever where multiple decks were running four of them. Yeah, and the the price of the card just spiked about twenty percent apparently, mm-hmm. uh, and I thought that card would be useful. I didn't think people were actually going to run four of it, um, but I'm, I don't know. We'll see what happens with that. But yeah, I, I am assuming that that convention pack is like the exclusive side of that pack is the foiling and or the artwork. Um, well, there, so there's no foiling on the battle cards. Oh, I are, do. The, do they say uh, like what's the rarity on the two of them? Um, it should be the first letter in that little code. It is R001, R002. Okay, so they're giving you two rares, and maybe that's it? Yeah. That's still fine. Like, I and, just, it's I wa- and it says Wave 1C, whereas like the Autobot starter has Wave 1. I wonder... Okay. Man, I would be really shocked if... They went ahead and had something that refers to recurring itself as a convention exclusive before the game came out. That would be right. very silly. Uh, <laughs> but we'll see, I guess. Um, it's the, the character cards, too. I, I If it was just Slipstream, I might, with a lot of sighing, see that as being like, oh, I guess they confined her to you know the, the convention thing. But she's with Cliff Jumper, and also the main game has, like, Barrage and Flame War in it. Mm-hmm. So... Yeah, we'll, we'll. I mean, once it drops, we'll see. I guess I don't think a card list has even been posted anywhere yet. Um, no, we've just seen um, like bits and pieces because there's also been like the whole Metroplex thing that I think we talked about on our last episode. Yeah, the leaked Metroplex uh, gift set with like all exclusive character cards. Mm-hmm. Um, so it and and from everything that I heard from the couple of people on that side of the world that I talked to. Um, it sounds like like they're excited at the fact that there's so much um, background of Transformers that, uh, that they have plenty of places to go to. Oh, you mean as far as, like, lore and whatnot? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, th- I think that the, the fact that they're using the Legends artwork, the, the big boon of it is it creates a character selection where people can actually ask a lot of really, like, good questions about what they're mm-hmm. seeing. Um and really, like the, my only criticism of the game so far, and it's a, it's a, I consider a solid one. Uh, I think it's ludicrous that there's no artist credit on any of the cards, um, given that the character cards are all from that online game, and the battle cards are mostly IDW panels. Yeah, because I kind we can, of we can figure out who did the art on every one of those cards in about a week. But yeah, I kind of wonder if um, at least the the um, character cards. If that's because that's coming from that game, I suppose. Um, but from that a- Legends game, if there's just not the right tracking well, on the, some of that uh, stuff, because oh, I I can't think of another uh, CCG TCG now that doesn't list artists, and I'm trying to think that, of yeah. Uh, that, that's why I'm really kind of holding them to the fire on this a little bit. Is is, is the fact that there's also literally a space on the bottom of the card that's practically begging for an artist credit to exist in there. And instead they put a wizard's Hasbro, um, copyright logo in there, which I know could be downsized and stuffed into the, into the text flavor box. So 
Um, my, my only thought is, like, the Legends game didn't credit artists either. We found out as the cards were coming out and after the game died that, like, like the sheer number of those cards Marcello worked on, I believe. It was either Marcello or Emiliano, uh, or the two of them. Um, maybe the, the lack of clear um, artist credit on those could have a factor in it, but the IDW comics, it's 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 borderline comical to try to say to me that, like, oh, we didn't really know who did the art on which panel. It's like, you have about five names to pull from. Mm-hmm. And, like, those are credited on every single um, use uh, of that artwork in the in the books, at least. And a lot of that stuff is pulling right out of panels. Um, it's it's obviously not a critique of the game itself. It's just something that I, I would feel really good to see get course corrected if they do a second set. Mm-hmm. Um, and that I, I really want the folks working on it to know that we are noticing because right. uh, the, the the excuse I thought up putting myself in the corporate shoes is giving artists credit for Transformers art specifically may be a murky place because of the nature of how Transformers artwork tends to work, especially for that Legends game as an example, where artists do that work on a, sometimes a freelance basis where they are the art that they are drawing is becoming the property of Hasbro. Right, and perhaps there is a a, a legality um, side to that coin, which does get in the way of crediting them on something like a TCG that's reusing the artwork. And if that's right. the case, then I like I understand it, even if I do find that really unfortunate and, and frustrating. And I could also um, see like, okay, who, which of the like two or three art uh, people that have worked on this art do you credit? Yeah, and and so do you have like four lines of like this guy inked, this guy penciled, this guy colored, and I think this is important as well because all these artists are at conventions regularly, and and uh, like cards are a fantastic tchotchke to have to to get signed by an artist. Yes, um, there are Magic the Gathering collectors who collect all the cards that have artwork by one given artist. I have seen that now, uh, and and you know, like Alex Milne art is on some of these battle cards, and it's like, hey, a lot of people, myself included, really dig Alex Milne's artwork, and it would be cool to know all the cards he worked on, so I could you know have those cordoned off as a little sub collection out of out of duplicates or something, or you know have stuff that he could sign in a convention. Um, certainly, like if you bring like a stack of like thirty cards. That's still a lot for an artist to sign, but, you know, that's not like bringing the stack of, like, 30, 40, 50 comic books to a convention to be signed. Like, that's... It's it's a nice step down from the lunacy of of, uh, of our friend Daryl. Um, yeah. No, that was actually one of the things that we got a couple of signatures from artists because they would have, like, a token card. Oh, And so yeah, yeah. Alf, Alfie plays a couple of different zombie decks that she has fun with, so she just got a zombie token and got it signed by the artist. Yeah. And then and was it, like, "Who is this?" And then looks at a bunch of the other, like, "Oh, I know that I've seen those on uh, on Magic cards." So I, I certainly, as much as I think they should be getting it, I think that the one thing I couldn't really argue for thinking it would work is like the artist should all get you know artist proof copies of all the cards too, mm-hmm. because they did the artwork for other things than this card game, but they should still be credited. Um, mm-hmm. At least on the packaging, maybe it'll be on the packaging. Maybe in the starter set box, it's hidden somewhere in the book of the rules, like you know, art by in a list of names. There, there is not a book of rules. There is a card, and it points you at the website. Okay, I mean, hopefully hidden somewhere in the paperwork, maybe on the booster packs. I don't know where, but like it's, it's. I only find it frustrating because it seems like a really cool game, but also like Transformers artists don't get enough credit for what they do. Um, and and this is I, I hate that this is a part of that, you know. Uh, 
But as, a, as an actual game, it looks really fun from afar. Aaron, it sounds like you had a, a pretty decent time playing the demo. I did. And uh, uh, I, I just, I'm just hyped to, you know, put together uh, put together a solid little deck and, like, smash your face in at, at TFCon. Yeah, yeah. How well did it go playing Commander? Um, you had the really good deck out of the four that we were running, and you top decked everything that the Atraxa precon needs. Is what happened? As I so recall what I'm it. hearing are excuses. Uh, what I'm hearing is is the facts of the matter. I was pl- and I was playing the Boros deck, literally the weakest deck of the four. There's only so much I could do to help in that situation. Mm-hmm. Um, how'd things go? Were you, well, I mean, we also ran constructed decks. How'd things go when Luke brought his two decks in? I don't remember. You weren't part of that one, were you? I wasn't part of that one. No, because no, okay, I, I, du- yeah. I ducked out after that because I needed sleep. Right. Luke brought his t- two of his constructed decks with him, and uh, and one of them they they were not our power level. They were they were much higher in power level uh, than what we had, and so it be- kind of became the story of his two decks uh, across the table. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm really looking forward to this game. Uh, I'm hoping that it it pans out as being as as uh, as fun as it looks, and that it looks as, on a constructed sense, especially. Um, hopefully, there's nothing overly broken in it. If there is, I'm sure we can all agree to house rule that uh, come a TFCon event or something. But uh, fingers crossed, we don't have to deal with something like that. And yeah. Uh, yeah, thanks, Aaron, for for hitting up Gen Con and also for 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 putting so much time into just looking at what what's up with that game with all the other stuff you had going on. Like you were also doing the 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 big scale Robo Rally. Yeah, yeah, I did the big scale Robo Rally for um, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. Uh, we didn't run it Sunday this year because we had uh, last year we had a horrible dearth of no shows on Sunday to the point where I think it was less than half of the people that had registered showed up yuck so i mean i think i'm pretty sure we had full games every time because then we'd like holler at like everybody would get upset that i was using my ability to project my voice in order to project my voice and get people to come in and pay generics for it but it's definitely something that like it's very very disheartening when like you're having to sit there and run that down and and get get people to uh like hey do you want to come play this game because we would like to run it and then uh we even had somebody show up like 15 minutes late so it's a like a 30 minute game and you show up 15 minutes late and then get very upset that like we started the game without you and it was just it was not a good time so yuck um but yeah so uh we got i got sunday to uh to like do a calmer uh pass through like the dealer area and uh still wasn't like registered for any games or events or anything but uh it was it was a good time um, picked up a couple of expansions of a couple of things that I hadn't had before, and uh, a lot of stuff for other people. Yeah, um, you were you were running some some mule stuff out there, and I wanted to give you super props for that because uh, it's it's never easy um, buying stuff for other folks, and yeah. there are some great folks out there uh, who deal with that well. Like I've, I've muled some things of late uh, for folks who are incredibly good about. Um, 
like understanding the mule side of of what's going on. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you know our mutual friend Mirai Baby has gone through a whole bunch of nonsense doing uh, at least as of a few years ago San Diego Comic Con muling. I say as of a few years ago because she stopped doing it because of the sheer amount of product she had bought muled stood in line for that people then didn't want. Um. Which yeah. is the most frustrating thing you can ever hear, and it makes it makes you it makes you just go like, "Well, I'll buy it. I don't even want it." But <laughs> like you you've lined up long enough for that. That has to be made worth something. Yeah. Um. I I appreciate when people are able to get hard to find things for me, so I try and and uh, give back as I can. No, it's, or how, something. it's how things should be. I just always... It's been a while since we've really talked about it, I think, on here, but it, you know, I'll throw it out one more time after all these years. If someone's muling something for you uh, and they, they don't want to sell it to you for bare-bones, one-to-one proxy price plus shipping, don't get mad at them because they're, they're... Whoa, motorcycles. Their, uh, their time and effort is also worth something. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you don't want to pay for that, that's not that's not like a terrible thing if you can't afford to pay for that. But don't browbeat them, don't guilt them, going like, "Well, you want you want ten bucks extra for what?" It's like for being a human who had to go and do that, you know. Uh, anyway, sounds like it was a good Gen Con overall for you. Yeah, um, there were a couple of I guess shady things that went down um, outside the, the convention. Yeah, not on the but... convention floor that I'm aware of. Um, but no, I had uh, a pretty enjoyable time. I had a couple of other good uh, connections of things from outside of this little realm, and uh, yeah, had a good time. Yeah, did you, uh, okay. did you did you check out at all that? Did you hear about that new Richard Garfield card game that Fantasy Flight's doing? Um, I did, and then saw like the the one thing that I saw that because um, what's the, there was like an electronic one that would like generate decks from a pool of cards so it's it's physical but that is how they're generating the blind box decks it's... and that i guess the issue was that they're i i heard somebody complaining that like okay i got a couple of cards that were that like have keyword do thing with other thing and none of other thing were in the deck. Oh, that's, so yeah. This could be powerful, but the way that that all got assembled that's it's not going to happen. There's so many cool ideas with that thing cuz the idea is that instead of buying packs of cards, you are buying procedurally generated or you know, at least computer generated blind box entire decks that you're not supposed to alter. There's supposed to be no construction. You're supposed to use the decks out of the box. There's a companion app that you can enter your deck into so it goes in their system so they can keep track of how well the decks are doing, etc. And that all sounds really cool. But then, yeah, like if there's specific card interactions where some decks just won't have it, but it's still on the card, that sounds frustrating, at least in the moment. Mm-hmm. Uh, I also saw the I, I saw a concern expressed, which is what if in the current meta you decide that you're algorithm generated an overpowered deck how how is restriction going to work on that are you just going to make a deck not playable and right. thus that person has to go get another one or you're going to be replacing it for them and like the, the fact this is all in physical media seems like actually the worst part of this whole idea to me yeah um so I, it's a shame because i really like everything i played that richard garfield makes but the i feel like this thing should have been an online game uh, yeah i think that'd be a way to definitely like also then get feedback on <laughs> things yeah. where, you know as it's oh this is the way that this one was built and it's one 
zero out of 45 games. Hmm. Yeah, and I mean it's like it's like twenty bucks a deck. You can buy another deck if you want to, but th- there's just so much about the game that takes the power out of your hands in ways that are interesting, but with all these caveats that I don't think outweigh it. So I, I'm going to keep an eye on that game because it's it's so neat as an idea, but it's so full of things that seem like they could go wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, Aaron, uh, thank you for swinging by with the post Gen Con talk and some. Hey, of this, you're welcome. Some of this TCG talk. Our on the scene reporter, Aaron, uh, getting the info, making the them connections, getting the hands on. If you have any more questions about the game um, that we didn't answer here, obviously Aaron's got an encyclopedic knowledge of it now. So just hit him up. Yeah. On uh, on Twitter, he'll he'll answer all your questions for you. Um, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, where emails. If you know my email address, why do you know my email address? Um, I certainly didn't pass it around. Mm-hmm. You know, I was. I might have listened. Sometimes you have a couple ciders, and you're like, "This is a good idea." And then, thank goodness, it was all a dream, right? Sure. Right. Uh, anyway, we'll talk to you later. Uh, have a good one. Add all that up, I don't know what the f*** it means, but you got some badass perpetrators that are here to stay.